Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hi, you're listening to Recover Girl. It's a podcast all about addiction and recovery. I am your host, Anna David. I have a special treat for you guys today. I may have mentioned on previous episodes that I host a, a storytelling show, a storytelling show in LA every month. That was somewhat of a Freudian slip. Anyway, it's where comedians and writers tell their most outrageous stories about addiction, recovery, drugs, boozing, whatever else is related. The show's called Hammer Time, and it takes place at this fabulous coffee shop slash theater space in West Hollywood. And by the way, if you want to know about that, it's every other month. Get on my newsletter list, and you will find out about that. And you can do that by going to uh, – how do you do that? You go to AnnaDavidCoaching.com and sign up for the newsletter list. Anyway, For years, the show has been only accessible to the lucky folks who brave Friday night rush hour traffic to get there. But then a few months ago, friend of the show, Ryan Hampton, started broadcasting it on Facebook Live. It became a sensation. That's not entirely true. That just means lots of people, more people saw it. And around the same time, I started working with treatment centers where I go in and teach the residents how first to write essays and then perform them. I've been teaching writing forever. I have coaching programs for writers, but this is called therapeutic performing. And the goal is to basically show people how to take their most disturbing or outrageous experiences and make them into stories, performance, art. It's become... A bit of a passion project, and as I've been obsessing over it, I had this genius idea, possibly the first genius idea I have ever had, which is that I can take stories from the past few months and make them into different episodes for you guys. So that's what I've done here. What you're about to listen to is an actual, fresh, from-the-stage story. I hope and trust you'll love it. If not, I hope and trust you'll keep that information to yourself. If you're interested in finding out more about these here workshops I'm talking about, go to AnnaDavid.com slash workshops. And this first one that I'm going to give you is from one of my favorite people and comedians in the world. He is considered a national treasure, not just by me, but by legions of people. Uh, They call him the Bitter Buddha. There's an actual documentary about him called The Bitter Buddha. He's been on every TV show in the world. That's a slight exaggeration, but not entirely. He's been on Conan, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Sarah Silverman, Jimmy Kimmel, Last Comic Standing, Chappelle's show. He tours all over. He's been on uh, Mark Maron's podcast over and over and over again. 
He is the great Eddie Pepitone. I am bringing up um, our final performer tonight. Um, he is a national treasure. Please see the documentary about him called The Bitter Buddha. He's been on Sarah Silverman, um, Tonight Show. He's been on everything. It's Eddie Pepitone. Let us pray. <laughs> For we, we have sinned. These stories are earth shattering. The vomit, the blood, Sicily. Earth shattering. I notice a lot of you are uh, addicted to not laughing. <laughs> it's a fucked up addiction <laughs> do a lot of you go to comedy clubs and just fuck with the comedians <laughs> that would be a funny support group wouldn't it like uh, yeah ah oh, fuck I just can't I just I just don't want to I don't want to fill the room with joy, you know? And uh, I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it came from. There, there's an impetus to laugh sometimes, but then I just, I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I'm definitely not gonna laugh. Um, yeah, addiction, addiction. Uh, I don't have a story except my whole life, you know what I mean? Uh, every day uh, I wake up addicted to uh, something. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, you guys get into Eckhart Tolle at all? That's, that's part of recovery. Part of recovery, part of recovery is like, I am going to be fucking perfect. That's a big part. It's like, okay, I've got to work on myself. Now that I'm not numbing out on drugs and alcohol, it's time to fucking sculpt a winner. <laughs> a fucking winner. Because I didn't get sober, I didn't get sober just to hang out and be an asshole. And, and, to, and I didn't get sober to be a person who's not adored. <laughs> I got sober to fucking kick a little ass, whether, whether it's in my apartment complex, just doing something cool, whatever the fuck that is, maybe moving a plant in, a, in, in, in the lobby, like, this needs to be here, and the reason, the reason I know the plant needs to be there is because I... I'm sober. And the plant needs to be here, whereas the rest of the fucking apartment building, they are so fucked up. I do, I do walk into my apartment building in North Hollywood, not to brag, I have that kind of lifestyle. I walk in. I, it's the good part of North Hollywood. It's like Tongan Magnolia, man. It's really sweet. I walk into the apartment, it's just hilarious, like just the fucking waves of weed, of just pot smoke 
coming out of people's apartments, and, and I do the kind of thing that Anna was talking about <laughs> a little bit. I do it a little bit. You know, that thing like, ha! I used to be one of them. <laughs> but then there's the other part of me that's like, fuck. It's Friday. I would like to be stoned watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> that would be nice. But instead, instead, I've got that, you know, I've got that fucking intense sobriety. You ever look at other sober, other sober people in meetings and just be like, fuck these people. <laughs> you're one of them, but you're like, fuck these people. They're so fucking uptight. They're like, fuck them. God damn it. I just look around. I just like, why are they, why are they? Because there's something about being a recovering addict or just being straight all the time. It's just such an intense, you just look at somebody and you're both like, yeah. <laughs> We're here. We're right fucking here. And there's nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's God. There's God. Yes, there's God. Forgot about God. A higher power. What's your higher power, pal? Mind is the wind. <laughs> My higher power changes every fucking time I think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just, I just think too much. That's the thing. Think too much. Think too much. And, that, and Eckhart Tolle talks about, well, the biggest addiction, the biggest fucking addiction on the planet and he says it's ruining the planet is to thinking. Thinking. We, how, how about, that would be a great fucking 12-step group. <laughs> My name is Eddie. And, uh, let's see, I haven't had a thought. And, uh, I haven't had a thought. And, um, no, I'd say it's been at least four or five seconds. It'd be funny just calling your sponsor and going, I'm just about to think, man. I'm just about to think. I don't know what to fucking do. I'm about to think about something. I just don't, I don't even know what it's going to be, man. I don't know what it's going to be, man. That'd be funny, like, you're, like, just, you're, like, if you're really committed to that thinking and, uh, you know, you're, like, jonesing for thoughts. You're, like, you're just jonesing for thoughts, like, at a fucking school. You, like, you, you, you hear that, you know, there's thinkers at this particular cafe and you're, like, you walk in there and you're, like, I know I shouldn't fuck it. I know if you go to the barbershop, you get a haircut. Oh, fuck, I'm going to go in this cafe, see if I can talk to a philosopher. <laughs> you know, it's so fucking funny. My friend, my friend and me talk about... My friend and me... I have one friend in the program. My friend and me... I'm that guy. Like, I just like one person. Everybody else, I'm like, look at these fuck. Look at the hat. Fuck that hat. But anyway, and me and him are always like, man, 
man, they get you in, they get you into this shit. You fucking, you fucking quit, you quit the drugs and alcohol, man. And it's like, the next thing you know, you're a fucking monk. <laughs> That's the trip. It's like, if you keep with it, it's like, you know how they go, the road gets narrow? That's what it fucking means. It means you have to fucking shed every fucking thing if you're gonna do this trip, you know? You, you know, you, all of us will eventually, the lucky ones, will, will gonna be on a fucking mountain, Mount Baldy in Pasadena. Just, we're gonna be on that mountain, just, just fucking not thinking. <laughs> Not thinking, not addicted to a goddamn thing. Because that's what the heart of this program is about. It's about just fucking shedding everything. I just fucking go around doing inventory all the time. What did I do wrong? Like at the end of the day, what did I do wrong today? Oh, that's right, everything. Every fucking thing. What a bad day that was. God damn it, I woke up and I fucking had a fight. With my, I, it is a very funny program because it's an impossible thing to do. Uh, it is uh, just sober and I'm married. That's, that's very difficult to live with someone in a space. Anybody ever do that? Like just over a period of years. And it's just the same person. It becomes a fucking chess game. Oh yeah, you go into the kitchen? I'm gonna go over here. Little living room area. Your move. But I, 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 I wake up and I, <laughs> lately my thing is to listen to like enlightened people on YouTube. <laughs> but I'm talking about really enlightened people. I'm pretty hip, I, like Ram Dass, Eckhart Tolle, Alan Watts, for those of you who really know this shit. <laughs> A guy named Sri Nisgardati Maharaj who claims we were never born. <laughs> That's the shit I'm into. We were never fucking born. You want to talk sobriety? That's as sober as it fucking gets. The cool part about we were never born is that we will never die. And that's the kind of shit I get into because I suffer from a lot of anxiety. I'm like, probably, you probably could tell, I have a lot of anxiety. <laughs> I just, a lot of anxiety. Like, I just wake up and I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Holy shit. This is not good, whatever it is. Being trapped in this fucking body on this planet, and the planet is going to shit. And if you're, that's another thing about being a so, being sober is that you're extremely conscious for the horror. 
You know what I mean? Because there's no more like, a, you know, you just don't fucking <laughs> escape into drugs and alcohol. You're just very, you're very aware of the fact that the, <laughs> that the planet, particularly this country, is just going down the shitter. <laughs> it's going down the shitter. The whole fucking, you just, if you're, if you're a conscious person, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not, you know, if you're a conscious person, you just, you just know the Arctic shelf is melting. The fucking Arctic shelf. The Arctic shelf is melting, which means the world air, air conditioning, the fucking, the oceans are rising, but you're going to be of service today. It's going to be like, fuck that, I'm stacking chairs. I don't give a fuck that the Arctic shelf is melting, that homelessness in L.A. Today I was just Googling homelessness in L.A. just for shits and giggles. It's fucking horrible. It's fucking horrible, and I'm just so fucking conscious for it. No cigarettes, no fucking weed, even though I smell it. But my thing is, my thing is a little bit of food. I kind of fucking numb, just, I don't know. I kind of eat carbs like it's, it's cocaine, just like, uh, Like the addict brain for me now goes into like, Like, just that sick fucking obsession. Like, I have fucking fettuccine. And I'm gonna fuck this fettuccine. I'm gonna fuck it. That's the thought. And that means eat, but I'm like, I am gonna fuck this fettuccine. All right, I already saw that. I, I don't know. I, I, I just kind of talk, and I, I have no idea what I'm saying, so <laughs> I've gone over time, but uh, it's great to be sober. <laughs> it really is. Isn't it great you hear people talk about how big their lives have gotten? Ah, <laughs> uh, my life has gotten so big. It's gotten so big, I have ulcers now. That's how big it is. You ever hear those people? I have kids now, and what a joy they are. One of them doesn't talk to me, the other, I don't know where he is. And, and my life has gotten so big, I'm heavily involved in corporate money laundering. <laughs> That's when you know you have a big life. When money, money has spun out of control. <laughs> but it has gotten to the point where I have gained so much weight lately that when I drop something, I look at it and I go, do I really need that? <laughs> I right, thank you, everybody.